It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up! Hey, everybody. Welcome to show 54 of the Ears Up Podcast. Podcast. Yay. Is our official name Ears Up Podcast, or is it Ears Up which is a podcast. I'll just say ears up. I mean yeah. ears up, and then we have a podcast. We also have a blog. Yeah. That's it. But we have those two. <laughs> we also have, we eyes. have so many things. Yeah. Nose. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taryn, thanks. <laughs> oh man. Excuse me. Well, welcome to the show, everybody. We have a good show for you, even though it is really early in the morning for us for recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though podcast listeners won't. Uh, you might notice a difference. I don't know. We're not. We're not. We can't have a beer yet. I don't think we'll be as, uh, as surly as we normally are. As well, we uh, haven't been maybe. at work all day. So. <laughs> That's also true. We have the whole day fresh ahead of us. <laughs> that uh, was supposed to be funny. What? <laughs> I don't know. I just laughed at that, and then I was like, "Oh, that probably wasn't supposed to be funny." <laughs> Uh, Taryn. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> whatever you think <laughs> is funny, man. What up, boo? Uh, whatever you think is funny, I, it's fine. That's what it's supposed to be. Okay, great. Uh, if you want to listen to us, uh, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher. You know, we have like 53 ratings on iTunes, mm-hmm. and they're all five stars. That's awesome. Really? Yeah, that's pretty cool, right? That's it's pretty big for iTunes. Every single one of them? I think. No. Isn't it? It can't be. because oh, it can't uh, be, huh? We have the guy who... Uh, didn't like the fact that we're not Disney historians who gave us. Oh, ten. you know, you, Terrence, you need you're you're a little too uh, negative. You're a little too complainy. You should really just relax. I'm not being <laughs> negative. Okay. I'm being uh, realistic. Uh, yeah, you're just saying a fact. Yes, yeah, all okay. I'm saying is saying a fact. Yeah, that's true. Um, maybe they're not, maybe I read that wrong, but uh, I don't know, man. Anyway, but 53 people have rated us, and uh, you know, I think at some point we don't know them. Because the first few, look, to be yeah. honest, when you have a new podcast, what you do is you ask your friends and family, like, will you just, right. you know, shoot me a rating? So the first couple people are, you know, we know. But, uh, but, like, even if it's, like, the first 10, if we have 53 ratings, that's pretty darn good. That's no, good. I know. I don't so know bad. 53 people that like me, so I know they can't all be my friends. That's true. Sure. And you know, like, yeah. 200 people. Yes, yeah. at least. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're also, uh, I like Stitcher. Stitcher's kind of cool. Tune in. Uh, you know, I was uh, playing around with that for a little bit. That's pretty neat, too. Um, you know, wherever you wherever you want to hear us, man, that, that's where we are. Um, right there when you need us. Right there. Wherever you go, there you are. Find <laughs> us on uh, social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, if you have feedback for the show, which some of you do, I'm sure, positive or negative, it's fine. We we can take it. It's okay. Uh, send that to Taryn at earsup-podcast.com, uh, or there's a contact us page on our website if uh, if you forget that ears up is spelled with a Z instead of an S, and then there's a hyphen. It's a whole stupid thing. Uh, any compliments you have, go to Terrence at earsup-podcast.com. You can say hi. What's up? To Bev. <laughs> Sorry. At ears I won't up ever do that again. Podcast.com. <laughs> and anything else you want comes to me, <clears throat> Jason. Well, since I was called out, during the last bank of recordings um, for compliments. I do have a compliment. This one oh. is from Tiffany, mm-hmm. uh, who we met. I think you were um, running copies or something, but we met Tiffany at... <laughs> no, no, I met her. I met her Mal- separately. Oh, at MouseCon? Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And she said, hey, Terrence. Sorry. Hey, Terrence. Um, I love your laugh when you think something is hilarious. It's usually during the Terren- Terrence Thinks <laughs> segment, and I just can't stop laughing when you're laughing. So, Tiffany, thank you for the compliment. Did she your girl cackle? 
way too often uh. now. Yes. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. What up? What's up? Bev. It it's really, very. I bet the second show is going to be so different because I feel like we're still all like we're all half asleep. asleep. I've been up since five. I've been watching Megamind since five. <laughs> Have you guys watched that movie? I, this is not. I don't Disney. know what this is. Megamind is um, is a an animated movie about a villain who finally defeats the superhero and sees how empty life is for him when he doesn't have anyone to fight. It's Will Ferrell, uh, Brad Pitt, Tina Fey, Jonah Hill, uh, David Cross. And it is legitimately hilarious. I would check mm-hmm. it out. It's really good. So I've, I've watched it three times this morning already. Why? Because Tommy, my middle one, was up. He likes to go potty yeah, good. now. That's no, good. I know. But normally it was like in his diaper, and so he would go potty, and then he would be done. But now he's right. potty training. And so at like 4 in the morning, he'll come in and walk up to my side of the bed and be like an inch away from my face <laughs> and just go, go potty. Like that. And that's what I wake up to, right? And so, and so, and so this morning when I'm, when I'm getting ready, when I'm getting ready to go, I'm, I'm in the restroom and I'm about to get in the shower. And he, like, I hear like a, cause he's my football player son. Like Jack is like going to be my ballerina and he is like the, the linebacker already, right? right. And so I hear a, and then I hear him trying to open the, the door, and he can't get the door open, and he's, like, screaming almost, right? And Becca what do you is... Mean almost? It's not a... <laughs> it's a... Like, he's, like, terrified of what might be happening right now. And so he finally busts into the bathroom and wiping his sleeve. Body, God, go body! Like, like <laughs> it's actually insane. And so I had to put him on and then get him in the bed and get him, um, you know, get him situated. So, yeah, that's how my morning started. <laughs> Because you guys have the sound of harps or whatever waking you guys up. I wake up to a two-year-old screaming that he has to use the bathroom. Uh, well, that's funny that, that you, well, you know, most <laughs> of the time. Did you wake up to Terrence screaming? <laughs> I, 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 no, usually, usually I, I wake up to a, a cat staring at me or cats trying to cuddle with me. Otherwise, uh, it's pretty it's not nice. But it's not nice when they crawl on top of you. Like, they don't do this as much to him, but they will literally, like, crawl on me while I'm sleeping and then lay down. Do your Do your cats weigh 30 pounds? Because my son does, <laughs> all right? And he always finds a way to get one foot in my crotchular region and then one foot <laughs> in my face and then, like, tries to climb inside of me to cuddle. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, you, you're like stinks. a tauntaun. It's At amazing. Point, exactly. In the middle of the night, Abby crawled into bed with me and Sam. Mm-hmm. And I woke up this morning with her with her. Get on the microphone because no one can hear you. I'm not used to this one. All right. Uh, with her arm around me, like he was spooning me. It was so cute. Wow. Yeah. And then I'm I was jealous like, of all of you. Oh, I have to get up. <laughs> you didn't have to. Didn't have to. True. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bev. You guys are going to be so much more productive today. I ain't doing nothing. Please. <laughs> the last person I need to make me productive is Bev. <laughs> By the way, Bev has a, Bev has finally made it to our About Us page. Yay. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm an us. You're up. Uh, you're <laughs> in. So, uh, you Probation's know. over, yeah. You've made the cut. Welcome. You're not a prospect anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. How does it feel? Great. Thank lo- you very much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be our last morning show. <laughs> it's it's uh, rough. It's all right. I'm not going to lie. It's a little I rough. I think it's kind of great. Yeah. Well, this early. She's going to keep making... In air quotes, plans <laughs> so that we have to record at 9 a.m. I did have plans. I was going to no, go I to know. Six Flags. Okay. Oh. oh. Again? Like, well, I got that season pass. Oh, yeah. Wow. Twice. I got to get my money's worth. They're open right now? Is it fun? It's middle of December. 
It, it, There's it, so many questions coming up. Yeah, she's, sorry. She, we're breaking her. Yeah. Um, Tara and I would have loved to go. <laughs> I'm working on the Pixar tour, by the way. It oh, might great. Ha- it might happen nice. uh, the week between Christmas and New Year's. Cool. Oh, All nice. right, let's move the show along. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, if you want to support Ears Up, this weird banter, uh, that's totally fine. <laughs> Please do head over to our website and uh, you know click our Amazon link. There's still a bunch of days left for Christmas shopping, and with that Amazon Prime, uh, you know you can get that stuff in a couple of days. So uh, it really helps us out, and we really appreciate it. Uh, you can also do reoccurring or one-time donations on our site as well. We just got a, a, another reoccurring donor, Mike. Oh, thanks, I believe Mike. his name is. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then of course buy Coveyors through that link as well, or you can go to getcoveyors.com and uh, check those things out. That's pretty cool too. Uh, we also have churro shirts. You can buy those uh, right from the site there. It'll you know route you to another site. Or if you want to spread the word about churro shirts, and uh, you know uh, people go, oh, that's a really cool shirt, and you don't want to go, well, it's this podcast, and it's ears up, but it's a, with a Z and then a hyphen, a the whole thing. Um, you can send them to churroshirt.com. dot mm-hmm. um, Actually, I just bought ears up ears up dot com with spelled with an S and no hyphen. Ah, that's so smart. make it a little easier, right? That's smart, yeah. Uh, we uh, our good friend uh, Lulu, who uh, designed the churro shirt uh, thing for us. Uh, she has a, a t-shirt on sale. You can go to tpublic.com dot com and search uh, "beer me," and it's this little slumped over beer bottle. It's really cute. So yeah. uh, support the people who support us, please. That would be amazing. Uh, feedback, Taryn, are you ready? I am. All right, let's do this. All right. Um, the first one is from Mike. He says. Uh, Love the podcast, guys. Started listening to it when we decided to take the kids back to Disneyland just this October. We decided last minute to purchase season passes, and needless to say, we had a great trip with many more to come. Like Terrence, I too love Disneyland churros and thought it would be fun to rep my love in the park. Well, unfortunately, I did not know that I would need a three-week lead time to receive the shirt. Yeah. It finally arrived today, the 15th of October, he's talking about. Um, Granted, I paid for the cheapest shipping, and that's my fault, but it took almost a week to get the shirt out the door. Is this this lead time something you've seen in the past? It's just a T-shirt, so no anger here. Just wanted to make you aware. Keep up the good work, Mike. Yeah, unfortunately, the uh, the site that we're on, the T Public people, uh, they're not the fastest. I mean, look, it's a huge site, and they probably do a huge volume, so it's not like, uh, you know, they're... they're, uh, you know, ripping you off or anything. But, yeah, it, it takes a little bit for sure. It took us, I think, about 20 days or so to get our shirts. Um, but hopefully at some point here in the near future we're going to move those in-house. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe. We'll see. And then, um, you know, shipping time will be a lot faster. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, thanks, Mike. Appreciate yeah, thanks, it. Uh, the next one is from Amy. Hi, guys. I met you yesterday at MouseCon. Uh, I was dressed as Minnie and took a pic with you guys. Again, it was really great meeting you. I had to email, and there's like 18 exclamation points. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) She really Um, did have to. uh, Having just found your podcast, thanks to my friend Michelle, uh, I'm only at February 2014. Honestly, though, this episode is so funny. I was laughing out loud, like really laughing out loud at my desk, at my quiet (laughs) desk. I laughed so hard I started to cry, and then my coworkers started to ask if I was okay. I had to push pause and regain my composure. Hilarious. That's it. Keep up the great work. I wonder wow. which episode that was. I don't know. I was thinking that. February oh, it was 14. the History of Tomorrowland. Okay. Okay. Huh. I'll have to go back and listen to <laughs> yeah. that one. I'll have to listen to it. I like those ones. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I like when people are, like, back listening because then mm-hmm. it makes us go back and listen. Yeah. <laughs> and then we go, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the last one uh, is from RJ. Uh, and I think he's written in before, but uh, he says, hi, I'm catching up on the past episodes. I just listened to March 9th, 2015 episode how to be a Disney performer. 
At the end of the episode, there was a discussion between Terrence and Taryn about Frozen. I agree with Terrence. Frozen is the best musical animated film since The Little Mermaid. Uh, yeah. It's not better than The Little Mermaid, but Frozen is better than The Lion King. I would add... <laughs> there's more. I would add The Lion King is overrated. It is less interesting than A Bug's Life. Wow. RJ, you are the man. The character Dot is less bratty than Simba. Thanks, RJ. That was a burn. And I've seen both of those movies only once, so I don't really remember. Uh, Uh, But uh, What's the Dot reference? Dot uh, is in uh, Bugs Bugs Life. Life. She's the the ladybug. She's the... Right? No, yeah. d- no, no. Isn't that why no. she's called Dot? Because she has a dot on her? No, Dot's huh? the, the little princess. The uh, uh, Princess Ada's little sister, the one who finally flies near the end of the movie. The ladybug? No, she's not a ladybug. Oh, she's okay. an ant. Oh. Yeah, she's an ant. Uh, but yeah, I agree. Buck's Life is a great movie. Terrible land, but great movie. It's an and okay movie. It's it's, our, it's not great. It's okay. I would, I would say really? it's great. It was good enough for us to purchase... From iTunes, so we can watch it. Later. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. Well, we haven't purchased Lion King. We haven't purchased. Um, that still doesn't. In stuff. your context, it doesn't mean anything because you make weird purchasing decisions. Like what? I still. First, for one, that sweatshirt you're wearing. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, girl. <laughs> I don't know. I still like Lion King better than all of those. That's but... fine. That's fine. You can. You're allowed. Thank to you. Have your opinion. <laughs> but RJ agrees with you, so. Thank go. you, RJ. Was that it? That's it. For I'll today. send you a check later. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate that. Uh, it's always good getting feedback from everybody, seeing what people think about the show. Appreciate it. Uh, do we have? We do have a Terrence things, don't we, Terrence? We might. No, we do. Terrence. Okay. <laughs> uh, Well, I realized the other day that I am very scared of staircases. <laughs> I I have I walk down them a lot, as I'm sure many people do. Um, but I realized that we <laughs> haven't gotten to the point yet. I use stairs, as I'm sure a lot of people do as well. <laughs> well, but like I realized the other day that every single time I'm at the top of a staircase and I'm walking down, it's walking down, not up. Up, I'm fine. Well, sort of. Actually, it's both. Um, but <laughs> I envision myself falling, but really? like so hard that an ambulance has to come. Like, <laughs> and this literally happens every time I'm at the top of a staircase and I'm, I'm starting to go down and I go, okay. And like, I, I, <laughs> here we go again. <laughs> You'd think like, uh, I imagine if, uh, Buzz, if we interviewed Buzz Aldrin, he would have the same, when I stepped out of that capsule, I, I thought, okay, here we go. My years of training are maybe about to pay off. I don't know. It's on the right. same level. Yeah. He went to the moon. Yeah, not basic Terran with down walking down a staircase. He allegedly went to the moon. All right, come on. He went to a studio yeah. in Reseda. Shut up. They didn't have the technology. I don't know. I'm a very clumsy person, and I just I feel like one of these days I'm going to trip, and I'm going to, like, 
like trip like hard and like fall like down the stairs like and that's what I'm worried about. Do you use the railing every time you go on the stair? You walk well, down the stairs. Well, most of the staircases that I go down are in San Francisco, so I try not to touch anything there. Yeah, that's, um, that's isn't that good. better than <laughs> it's good practice? But so okay. I kind of like hover my hand over the railing in case I have to catch myself, <laughs> which I'm sure looks amazing from behind. However, when it's really cold, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sort of nervous, but I'm not too nervous enough to touch a thing. But also, when it's really cold out, I don't even want to take my hands out of my pockets. And then that's when it gets really scary. Because I'm like, uh. I just have to be real careful right now. <laughs> Says the gal who owns gloves. Yeah. Well, but still. Okay. Is it just stairs? Or what about escala- escalator? Are you okay with the escalator? Yeah, because I don't have to. I mean, I don't have to do any work. Like, okay. my legs are just still. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's like it's that I don't. She's not shifting her weight. Yes, exactly. She's not not doing anything. One foot in front of the other. Because I don't think I'm gonna like topple over. It's just like the, you know, the whole walking thing is kind of (laughs) difficult. So what about walking up? Because you said that uh, walking up, I'm fine. Well, actually, I'm not. Okay, I'm still scared of it. Well, okay. So walking down is a lot more like terrifying. Right. Walking up. yeah, uh, I have fallen up the stairs and like bruised my legs before. So yeah, it, I'm sorry. It's you, also scary. you you fell up the stairs. Yeah, it happens. I've done it. Yeah. How do you fall it's like up? When you like trip and then like your net, your I don't know. I hit my shin, shin on like the next step and then I like my hands got all like scraped up. Like it was like a thing. It's like you clip when you go to step up onto the next step. You like clip the step with your toe yeah. and you stumble. But that's not falling up the stairs, that's you guys. Just that's just it's tripping just on the stairs. Well, semantics. You tripping. Well, but no, words... there's a big difference. Between... Words mean things because in my mind, if you say, I fell up the stairs, I think you're in some weird Salvador Dali, you know, <laughs> yeah. bizarre <laughs> realm and, and you yeah. literally thought that you rolled up the stairs. Right. No. That's okay. Well, okay. When you say, I fell up the stairs, to you me... You continue that... to move. Right. Yeah, your motion will continue after the initial hit of the stairs. Right. Yeah, I agree. And, okay. the, and then conversely, if you tell me you come, if you come home and go, Jason, I fell down the stairs today, I would think you rolled all the way down. But if you just clipped your heel and kind of like fell on your butt and didn't go anywhere and you're like, oh, and you got up and continued to walk down, I would say you didn't fall down the stairs. You fell, fell on, you the, fell stairs. on the stairs. Yeah. Okay. But and to clarify, that's not what I'm scared of. If I fall on my butt on the stairs, then that's great. But sure. like, I'm, I'm scared of rolling down. Right. And, no, I, I understand. Okay. But I'm just saying like, I get it. Okay. I get it. But right. yeah, falling up the stairs, I didn't mean um, that I was in a weird abstract well, painting. And then in this situation, I don't think you're wrong. I think you're being ridiculous thinking that if somebody says they're falling up the stairs or they've <laughs> tripped up the stairs, they actually defy the laws of nature <laughs> and physics and gravity and tumble up. If you, you know, but really, if, if you say if you say that, Greg joined us uh, in the studio, Hi, and uh, maybe uh, he can he can uh, back me up on this. <laughs> so if you say if you say the words "I fell up the stairs" versus "I fell while walking up the stairs," though they're they're very they're very different. Words mean things, right, Greg? In, in your house, do words mean things? Words do mean things. All right. I do believe falling up the stairs? I would assume somebody was walking up the stairs and tripped. In really? Greg, you can get out of here. <laughs> Thanks for coming, buddy. Exactly. I don't know. I All kind right. of agree with you, Jason. I do. Well, so do I. Uh, uh, so do you? You agree with yourself as well? I agree with me. Well, that's good. Yeah. I'm glad you agree with good. you. Well, Taryn, <laughs> yeah. another successful <laughs> another successful episode. Great. Can <laughs> I go back to bed? <laughs> a mental episode. Wow. <sighs> that was a good time. And you didn't want to read that one. No. <laughs> I just didn't think I I was in it, but I was, and it's fine.
You didn't think you were in your sleep. own thing? Yeah. <laughs> and the sleep. And a quick shout out to our um, producer guy that does all the... the Push? Man, that's... That audio for that is fantastic. It's it really is. We can never hear the outro because everyone talks over it, but it's really good. It's really good. Maybe that should be my ringtone. The first Maybe it would like help oh. me think better. <laughs> the first time I heard it, I was like, right. why are there bubbles? What? <laughs> yes, I was so her, confused. Because yeah. he took audio from her head. And then right. was gone. The thought bubble. <laughs> yes. He's a smart girl. All right. Today's <laughs> show, we're going to be working with uh, Terrence and Bev, too, right? You guys are, it's a yeah, joint topic, yeah. right? On character dining in Shopping. the parks. Um, this is something that I haven't really done before. Actually, that's not true. I did it one time. But uh, anyways, uh, you guys have both done character dining a couple times, I think, right? He's uh, done yeah. it more than once. I've done it once. Okay. No, I've, I've, done it, I've done it once. This oh, okay. Okay. Um, but, you, but you're coming at it with a, a standpoint of, of kids. Yes. Where when Taryn and I went, we went with other people who had children, but mm-hmm. we didn't go for the experience of seeing our children do these things. So Correct. Uh, we wanted to talk to you guys about character dining, about the different options that we have, and um, kind of is it worth it, really? Okay, well, um, right? yeah, I think that's okay. basically what it is. So, right. um, Take it away. December 4th, 2014 uh, was the first time that my kids went to a character breakfast, uh, and I wasn't there. Because I thought mm-hmm. it was stupid, and I had the option of either going with them and uh, my wife and my mother-in-law, sister-in-law, et cetera, or taking my nephew on his 13th birthday into DCA and riding rides. And so, of course, I chose to go to DCA. Yeah. Um, and then I saw videos of the kids of uh, – this was before my youngest, before Frankie was born. So of Jack and Tommy literally leading a parade around uh, – the the breakfast area with all the characters following them, and it looked great. So I said, you know, next time that you know we go to Disneyland, we're going to do a character breakfast, and I will actually go this time. So uh, last time we went, uh, we last time we went to Disneyland in September, we decided to do a character breakfast. I believe it was on September twelfth, uh, and it was fantastic. Wow, it was fantastic, uh, and it was one of the best things that I did. With the kids in the park, and I'm including the parades, I'm including rides, I'm including all of that. Is it because you got to eat? Yes. Okay. That was part of the reason. Yeah, right. churro, churro waffles the bomb. <laughs> um, but that was one of the best things that we did because um, it was not a matter of waiting in line for something. We were able to go, enjoy, get the kids fed, and they were able to interact with characters at that point. It was fantastic, and I think every time we go, we're going to do it again. Hmm. Uh Nice. Which one did you? Uh, which uh, thing did you go to? So we went to um, Goofy's Kitchen. Goofy's Kitchen is uh, in, located in the Disneyland Hotel, so it was right by where we were staying as well. Okay. Um, and I have I have some tips um, on in here. I have, um, and then I have a list of every place where you can have the character breakfast, uh, as well as who you'll see there, and a little bit oh, cool. uh, tidbits about the menu as well. So we can go into that unless Beverly wants to interject right now because her face is sour. Right <laughs> you know, it, it is sour. And, uh, I'm, I'm going to let you finish. Hi, <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> but um, I had a completely different experience. Okay. We went to, on March 13th, I don't know. <laughs> no, I just remember the dates because it was all I th- around I think birthdays. it actually was March 13th. But um, I went to Ariel's Grotto for the princess lunch. Okay. I definitely had to wait in line for a long time mm-hmm. before did, we could sit down. Did you have a reservation? We did have a reservation. Okay. Oh. And you still had to wait in line? Yes. 
for at least, I would say, 20 to 25, 30 minutes. Is that, is that, well, two questions, uh, which may or may not be relevant, are, were you on time? Yes. Okay, shocker. Uh, (laughs) And is that normal? Like, is that something you normally had to do? Are they running behind? Someone's going to get cut. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I think that... I think they take reservations, and I mm-hmm. think that you are also allowed to show up. Mm-hmm. So I think we were encouraged to be there before the start time yeah. um, to ensure our spot or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Regardless, like, first of all, the line went up a set of stairs. Ooh. Karen would have been having, like, panic <laughs> I can't like, move up or was, down. And, and, and as you were being seated, they were also having you... Every, everybody with kids was taking pictures because Ariel was in this little entryway. Mm-hmm. It was a hot mess. Okay. So we got in. Um, we ordered our food. And that's a whole other issue. Mm-hmm. For me, Sam, and Abby to have lunch, it was $150. Yeah, that's about right. Sam had yeah. to be livid. No, Sam was like, this is the best salad I've ever had. I'm like, it's a salad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was so underwhelmed. I don't remember what I ordered. Um, Abby, her meal since she was a kid was $29 instead of $39 or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was craft macaroni and cheese with a hot dog that was sliced and boiled to look like an octopus. Right. With goldfish crackers sprink- sprinkled on it because it had a sea theme. Sure. Bitter. <laughs> I don't yeah. want like to see her face right now. I'm so <laughs> mad. Um, and then the characters came out and this guy did a song like he sang and then each princess came out and did a weird dance with him, and then mm-hmm. they walked around the tables and took pictures with the kids. That was it. That was it. Okay, so let's let's jo- okay before Beverly blows up Disneyland. Let's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to I want to look at it from a different uh, different way. So I'm going to give you a couple tips if you want to do it. If you want to do it, um, if you want to do Ariel's Grotto or you want to do one of the themed areas that are in the park, you have to have a ticket, obviously, to right. get in to do that. Um, if you want to make a reservation. Call 714-781-DINE. Um, that's 3463 between 7 a.m. and 9 p.m. Uh, when we went, we did not have a reservation, and we did have to wait for about 30, 35 minutes. That's typical uh, to mm-hmm. have to wait that time. But most of these places are um, buffet style, and so you're waiting for people to finish. And so uh, they'll, they can give you an approximation of when, when your reservation would be, but if people are taking longer to eat or characters are taking longer to get around – you can expect to wait in line just a little while. But um, especially if you're in the park or if you're um, at one of the hotels, there's enough to see around where it's not going to be a huge huge deal to have to wait yeah. to, to me as well. Okay. Um, uh, Beverly's right about the prices. The prices are going to be higher uh, because it is a character breakfast. They are going to be higher. But the benefit you get is that – What? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold uh, on. But one of the benefits that you get is that you get to see a lot of characters that you either – a, would not see within the park because you're not in the right place at the right time, or B, um, it, you wouldn't be able to uh, take a picture with because so many people will be waiting in line for them as well. That's another huge benefit. Um, and the fact that you can you actually get to see a lot of rare characters at some of these places. So if you're going to one and um, you're wondering which character is going to be there, you can, you're guaranteed to see the character whose name is in the name of the restaurant. For instance, sure. if you go to Goofy's Kitchen, Goofy has to be like he won't be off that day. He has to be there. <laughs> right. So um, I'm going to go through just real quick and give you um, an idea of what happens at each place. Uh, first place is Story- uh, Storyteller's Cafe, which is the Chippendale Critter Breakfast at the Grand Californian. 
Um, it's a breakfast menu. The cost is between fifteen and thirty dollars a plate for breakfast. Uh, Mexican fare. Uh, so their Mexican menu. Um, it's thirty bucks for adults, fifteen bucks for kids. Uh, there's Mickey waffles, it's buffet, but then also, um, if you want to, you can order food. You look so mad, Beverly. You can order Just food. My face looks. <laughs> you can, um, order your food and, and, uh, have it bring, brought out to your table. Um, you get to see, uh, Winnie the Pooh, which is someone that you don't get to see a lot or to get, get your uh, picture taken with a lot. Um, they'll actually teach you how to do the hokey pokey. Um, they'll do things like that. Also, um, no kid knows how to I do feel that. Like that's self-explanatory. <laughs> well, you're, yeah. But, um, you think the hokey pokey? Okay, is self- yeah, you put your right arm in. Well, take your right arm true. out. <laughs> right. And you shake it all out. Yeah. <laughs> Come off! I don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, so typical people that you'll see there are the Brother Bears, uh, Chippendale, and Brer Fox. Um, now, um, it, the other thing is that get the photo. But Photo Pass Plus as well, because you'll get a lot of good pictures. There are uh, photographers accompanying all of the characters as well, mm-hmm. and so they will make sure you get a good picture as well. So the uh, Photo Pass well, Photo Pass Plus is uh, what's like unlimited. Yeah, unlimited uh, pictures. As okay. Well. So I mean, it's, right. a lot of people don't get it because they're like, "Oh, we're just going to get a picture in front of the castle. It doesn't make any sense." But yeah. if you're thinking about going to one of these or even several of them, it's really good because you will get a lot of good pictures with characters that you normally wouldn't see in the park. Um, next place is Goofy's Kitchen. That's where we went. Uh, it's the Disneyland Hotel. They have breakfast and dinner. 30 to $40 per person. Uh, see, the more I talk about this, I'm like, oh, maybe Beverly's right. So 30 to $40 per person, $17 for kids. Uh, it's buffet style, but the food was fantastic. The food was absolutely really? fantastic. It really was. What kind of food is it? Um, they had everything from um, eggs. They had an omelet bar. They had... Um, the waffles actually were sprinkled with cinnamon, so it was like a churro <laughs> waffle as well. Um, a cereal bar, of course. Uh, but we went right where they were going from breakfast to, um, I wouldn't call it quite lunch, brunch? but like dinner, I guess I would say. Maybe okay. brunch. Oh, yeah. So um, they had other meats as well. So they had like a prime rib carving station and stuff oh, like that. Oh, I love prime rib. Uh, wow. And it was, I mean, it was really, really good. It was expensive. It was expensive. It was uh, four, five of us, because Frankie was born. It was five of us. She didn't. Obviously, she didn't eat any roast beef because she was like two months right. old. Um, but it was about $150 for, uh, for uh, yeah, maybe about 120 for the four of us. Yeah, but cheaper the, than what Bev did at Ariel's Grotto. Yeah, it was. It was but Ariel's the, Grotto was not buffet style. Yeah. Maybe that has something to do with but the, it. Probably. But the great thing about this is that uh, you could see the characters going from place to place, and so you can anticipate when the characters would be there. So if the kids were hungry, you could get them a little something more. Uh, and then by the time they were finished with that, the characters were there. But they, the characters spent a good two to three minutes at the table hmm. with the kids. Okay, you That's never cool. get that in the park. They get the you know the hug and shrug, you right? Know, uh, the, or the love and shove is what they call it in the park, <laughs> where they take a picture and then the handler quickly gets yeah. you out of the way. So yeah. it was it was really good for the kids to be able to interact with the you know, Chip and Dale and Goofy for that time, and you get a picture with Goofy before you even go to your table. They take you into a little kitchen area oh. with the theme, you know, the the backdrop there, and you get a picture to with make Goofy. sure that you actually get what you want. Exactly. Right. So you get a picture with Goofy, and then you go get your meal, and they take everyone around. So it was mm. it was good. It was really good. So we saw uh, Chippendale, Pluto, uh, Goofy, and Minnie there as well. Um, Surfs up breakfast with Mickey and friends at Paradise Pier. Um, this one varies greatly between fifteen and forty dollars. This is just for breakfast as well. Wow. Um, but this place, you're guaranteed to see Mickey. Mickey, that you you really don't get to take a picture with Mickey. 
um, in the park unless you want to wait 30 to 40 minutes. And most kids want a picture but really don't want to wait that amount of time until they want to run off and do something else. So you get to see him there. Well, that's why you go Um, through in Toontown, you go through his house. Because there's actually, you know, it's technically a queue. Right. And, uh, yeah, so maybe that helps uh, lessen the pain a little bit. Well, yeah, and so um, you get to see Mickey, uh, Minnie, Stitch, since it is a surf theme, get to see Stitch, Pluto, um, and Daisy there as well. Um, (laughs) Nothing says surfing like Pluto and Daisy. (laughs) Yeah. It's, um, and that's actually is weird because um, seeing Stitch, I never think of Stitch. I never think of Nobody Lilo does. or Stitch. No. But, um, but I guess, I mean, if you want to get a picture with him, that's the place to do it, I guess. <laughs> it's uh, probably the only place. Yeah, so um, so one of the things about this place is that they said this is one of the most interactive places between the characters and the kids. Hmm. So, for instance, if uh, your kid is sitting there not really paying attention, Mickey will come up and grab their cup and, you know, act like he's taking a sip of the uh, milk or whatever. And so it was, it's, right, so it was really interactive there as well. Um, Be- uh, Bev's already talked about Ariel's Grotto. <laughs> Uh, they have, what do you have on there for Ariel's Grotto? <laughs> I'm, I'm curious to see what they advertise versus what I experienced. Right. Okay, so they have breakfast and lunch there. I'm 30... sure they advertise exactly what you experienced. Yeah. Come wait in line and be underwhelmed as we <laughs> overcharge for macaroni and cheese. And yeah. get annoyed. Well, it says 30 to 40 bucks um, for for a plate. Um, or you know, 39 bucks for adults, twenty ninety nine for kids. Um, Ariel and her princess friends interact with guests as they eat. Um, and this is – there's only table service here. So there's not a buffet at all. So mm-hmm. you sit there. They take your order, bring it to you kind of a thing. Which, yeah, it means you're paying a premium already. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, typical – uh, yeah, go I ahead. I had a quick question. Um, for the Ariel's Grotto thing, did you get um, World of Color passes with that? I did not. Okay. I thought was that, that an that option was like or did thing? you just not select it? I don't think it was an – I don't remember. Okay. I, I, didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't make the res- – first, first of all. Right. I didn't make this reservation. Okay. Um, somebody, uh, friends who we were at the park with had and, and uh, okay. you know, yeah. I felt really bad being like, I don't really want to go because he had already reserved it and you have to go when you reserve it. Yeah, you get charged charge for 10 bucks or whatever it is. So I was like, cool, let's let's do this. All right. <laughs> so um, this place is the place to go if your kid is into princesses. Okay. This is the place to go. Which place? My kid Ariel's into Grotto. Ariel's Grotto. Yeah. So there's they're supposed to have Ariel, obviously, there. Belle, uh, Jasmine, Cinderella, and Sleeping Beauty. And uh, Tiana was there. And, T- and Tiana. Oh, wow. So um, this is that's the place to go. If your kid is into princesses. Terrence doesn't like Tiana, apparently. No, apparently I, I've not. seen yeah. that movie once, and I'm like, ugh. It was just not good. Yeah. I, just didn't <laughs> I'm, like I haven't it. seen it yet. Princess and the Frog. It was, it was worse than Lion King. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you would love it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. Uh, but yeah, this is this is the place to go if your kid is really into uh, princesses and you got you don't want to do the bippity boppity boutique thing. Yeah, this is the place to go where they get to interact with princesses. Okay. Um, the last character breakfast area is breakfast in the park with Minnie and friends. Uh, this is at the Plaza Inn, fifteen to thirty dollars for breakfast, so thirty three ninety nine for adults, thirteen ninety nine for kids, which is really cheap for yeah. a breakfast in the for park sure. for no. kids. Man, um, idea, Minnie and friends they mingle breakfast on site. Um, seating inside and outside, so if it's a, a nice morning, you can sit outside as well. Um, you get to you get to view an entrance to Tomorrowland while you dine, so it's kind of neat to be able to see that. I, maybe I'm nerdy, but mm. I like. Well, yes, you are. But... I, I don't know what it is about the Astro Orbiter, but I love just looking at it and watching yeah. people <laughs> having fun on it. And it's it would be pretty neat to sit there and interact with the the um, 
the characters and also watch that as well because it's right there at Tomorrowland. Hmm. Okay. Um, so um, this you'll get Chippendale, Minnie, Hook, Tigger, Eeyore, the Fairy Godmother, Winnie the Pooh, and oh, wow. Rafiki. So, oh, uh, Rafiki. And Rafiki, I love yes. Rafiki. <laughs> so by, from uh, of all the options, this is the one that hosts the most characters. So if you are about getting the, the most pictures possible with characters, go to this one. If you're about how good the food is, is going to be, Storytellers Cafe has the best food. Okay. Does, uh, the, does the Plaza Inn one, um, does that have, do, does it have to be a birthday or a celebration? Because no, no. It, Okay, because it kind of, like, mentions that. That's, like, their, their celebration place. And so I've always been, mm-hmm. like, is do you have to have a birthday to go there? Like, No, you don't have to have a birthday to go there. Um, you just have to – I mean, honestly, I would I would kind of book it 10, 10.30-ish in the morning if, you're, if you want to go. You get in, maybe ride a couple rides, and then while people are really trying to do rides, that's when you can go there. And you probably won't have to wait in line as long as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there usually uh, is a line. We've tried because that's the place with the fried chicken. Yes, and we wanted to try it. Broiled chicken or whatever it is. Yeah, it's oh so good. And and so the the past couple times Taryn and I have, have gone, we've tried to go, and right. there's a line. I'm like, I'm not trying to wait in line for anything, man. There's always a line for that restaurant, but yeah. it's good. It's it's if I need to sit down for a meal, it's probably where I would prefer to go. Okay, is that good? It really is that good, hmm. and so I and I haven't been there for the breakfast. I I know people who have, and they said the breakfast there is really good. But here, Greg's for been instance, there. here, let's let's talk to Greg. And by the way, if you guys, this is the original. Yeah, this is the Greg. Greg. This is Greg. This, this is, is Greg. Greg. <laughs> so, did you guys go on your last trip? We did. We did. So, uh, no, not on our last trip. We went two years ago. So, um, get on that mic, Greg, for me, would you? Thank you. Here. Okay. Go ahead. We're sharing yeah. mics. No, we did, we did go to the Plaza Inn um, <laughs> with our kids. Our daughter was two. Our son was four. Mm-hmm. It was a great experience. I, I, there probably was a line. It probably was expensive. <laughs> um, but that's not what I remember. You know? yeah. We'd take a look at the pictures later, and we're like, oh, that was great. Um, Terrence, I disagree a little bit. I feel like okay. anywhere in the park, the, uh, the characters uh, spent a lot of time with the kids. And it was, it was a similar experience within the, uh, within the actual um, – the place, the place we're at yeah. the Plaza Inn. So when you okay, so when you say the characters spend a lot of time with the kids, are you talking about the characters that are walking around, or the characters that have a line to take a picture? The actual queues. Okay. So, okay. You know, if you're if you're into princesses, go see the princesses okay. in their in their queue. Okay. Um, but no, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, all the all the bad pieces kind of just fell by the wayside. Okay. Yeah. All right. And I see that Greg's much more positive than we are. Apparently, <laughs> and you know what? I agree with him. Maybe it's because Grandma paid. <laughs> that was part of it too. I think that is part of it, and I yeah. and I do agree with you because I think that the looking at it from the outside in, the idea of spending that amount of money to have breakfast with a character mm-hmm. is insane. Yeah. It really is insane to, to think I'm going to spend twenty to twenty five dollars for breakfast on a kid who doesn't even eat an entire bowl of Cheerios at home. You know, it doesn't, yeah. you know, it doesn't make any sense. But, and he's absolutely, Greg's absolutely right. When you see um, the look on your kid's face when they get to interact with that character, it's, it's for most people with a heart, it's, it's <laughs> worth it. It really is worth it. Well, so. and I think it ha- it's the same thing, like, on a larger scale, Disneyland. It's right. ridiculous how much we pay to yeah, go there. For, ma- for, like, on some Saturdays, you might get on a couple rides right. if you're lucky. Like, it's insane and it's ridiculous and it doesn't make any sense, but we still go for those memories and mm-hmm. for those looks on the faces and 
for that experience. And I think that's kind of what that same thing is. You're paying a pretty penny for it, but it's not about – I mean, you're already paying a lot because you're right. in Disneyland. So what's another $150 yeah. at that point, I guess? I think the uh, the buffet helps also, right? Yes. The idea that, that you can try and get more value if you create a bigger <laughs> plate of food <laughs> right. you know, helps a bit, and you can stay as long well, as you want. Well, maybe if you time that's it true. right, it can be like – it's, like it's multiple meals, yeah. And that was what was good about it as well because I, I looked at the um, – at Goofy's Kitchen. I looked at the, the area for breakfast. I mean it was it was, it was good. There was a good amount of food and okay. a good variety. And um, But for 40 bucks, I was like, ugh. I mean, yeah. it's, I mean it's, it's, it's good, but is it $40 worth? And then when they started bringing out the huge chunks of meat, and I was like, yup, this will work. <laughs> it, it was – so I, I enjoyed it. And so, But I also understand – uh, Beverly's side of it because if you if you go and and when we go when when we go we're we're on a a little bit of a budget because mm-hmm. when we go with family and no I know my sister in law is listening right now when we go with her we're not staying at the Sheraton we're not staying we're not we're staying at the Disneyland hotel with concierge service and it is expensive yeah. it is expensive and bougie so it's, you gotta be bougie it's, it's bougie and yeah. so. And so when you're doing that and then you add another $150 on top of that for a meal, knowing that one meal. At, at some point you'll be going to Carthay, at another point you'll be going to Sonoma Coast. And, some, <laughs> and then starts, back to Carthay. And then back to Carthay. Right. And it, it really starts to add up, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's I, I'm like, oh, man, I really don't know if I want to do this. This is kind of ridiculous. Uh, but then it's like it is on, on Christmas morning to me. Yeah. When you see the kids open the gifts and it's worth it, you're like, yeah, it's going to suck when that credit card bill comes. But for right now – it's worth it because they're enjoying it. So, hmm. um, you know, I I, re- <laughs> I recommend it. I absolutely recommend going. I think that if you're someone who has kids who want to interact with characters, so not yeah. just simply someone who wants a one picture with a character, but if you want to interact with the characters, if you want to find a place as a parent or you can sit down and have a meal and not have your kids screaming that they're ready to go or what, that, where they're going to be – Happy, engaged. not only happy, but yeah. engaged and right. excited. A fantastic option. Okay. Bev? I am surprised at myself for saying this, but I don't disagree with Terrence. Okay. Um, <laughs> she says that a lot in life, by the way. Right. I don't, actually. <laughs> Mostly I just disagree with him. Um, I will say do research because going into this, as I said, I did not make the res- these reservations. I was not prepared to spend $150. Mm-hmm. So it kind of yeah. threw off my whole mojo for the rest of the trip because I was like, <laughs> "Well, we just did your research for Rude. you." Yeah, no more churros. Well, yes. Yeah, I get that exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also, I, just personal experience, I don't recommend try try something else. Don't do Ariel's Grotto. It was so underwhelming. It really was the hug and hug. What'd you call it? The, the love and shove. Love and shove. They yeah. came to the table. They took a picture. They moved on. There was no interaction. There wasn't a lot of talking. Mm. Abby was dressed as Cinderella. And Cinderella was like, okay, bye, Felicia. <laughs> like, it was not I, – I didn't have the experience that Greg is saying he had where you just yeah. you forget about all the money and the other situation. Like, right. you just, like, see your kid. My kid was like, meh. And I was like, meh. Well, it, it, <laughs> are, are there meh. other places – I mean, I know, like, you can meet Tiana in New Orleans Square. Yeah. You can meet the other princesses every once in a while. So – Maybe that's a good option, but you're then you're 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 you have to time you have to get the you know the the times of where everybody is from City Hall, figure out where everything is, walk over there, wait in line, and so if you want to just get it all done in one shot, I would have rather done that and walked around with a corn dog. 
Uh, but see, okay, and I, I understand what both of you are saying because it, it does get very expensive. Yeah. It does get very expensive to go to these breakfast um, places. and uh, I understand that, but it is incredible. I have one of all my time at Disneyland, I have one picture with Mickey. One. Because every time Mickey is there, there is a line that's an hour and a half long. And to be able to go to a place where where Mickey is where Mickey is not only there, but Mickey is almost seeking you out to have a get a picture with you. Mm-hmm. Is 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 almost that's the best way to say it, is that you, you feel like you're more of a guest than you're trying to take up his time. He's like, Wow, I'm really glad that you came to my place. I'm gonna take a picture with you. Okay. And, and that's kind of what it felt like. It felt like the characters were really excited to be there instead of the whole the love and shove where you're you get one picture and the handler's quickly pushing you on. And it was great. It was absolutely great. And to see, you know, a whole parade of characters going around with my kids in the front, that's amazing to me. And to me, it's worth it was worth the money. All right, it don't cry about it. It's all right. <laughs> I'm not, I'm that's not. fine. I would imagine too that you also have to you have to know your kid. If right. you have a really shy kid, and then you just spent eighty dollars, yeah, and for, then and they 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 don't want to participate because I was that kid. I was too mm-hmm. shy. I I went to a character breakfast when I was really little. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I actually went to Goofy's Kitchen if that's what it was at that time. But right. um, I was very shy, and so like I don't. I'm sure my parents didn't get their money's worth because <laughs> I really wanted to go up to all the characters and I wanted to interact, but I I couldn't do it. I just I didn't have that in me. Right. And so I think that that's part of it too. It's like don't take your kids until you know because it is expensive. And that's the thing is that that's normally not the first thing you do in the park. Is the first thing you do in the park is not go to a character breakfast. Like if you get there, you know, if you get there, you want to go on rides, and then maybe a day or two later you'll go. So if you're in the park and Goofy's walking around and your kid's freaking out, then yeah, get the kid a corn dog and that's fine. Don't go to the. But if they're excited about seeing all these different characters, then that's a great option for you. And yeah. we we hit it right at the right time where Jack was over being shy and Tommy didn't know what it meant to be shy yet, and it was great. We just went on the the Christmas train, um, you know, a couple days ago, and Tommy saw Santa, and then when Santa walked up to him, he screamed bloody murder because he didn't want to be near him. So maybe a character breakfast won't be great for Tommy next time, and maybe we won't do that. But if you know your kids, you're absolutely right. If you know your kids, then I I would say do it, you know, and they get the opportunity to actually see these characters. And based on what your kid's interests are, if your kid is someone who loves Goofy, then go to Goofy's kitchen. Or if your your kid is someone who loves princesses, go to, you know, go to Ariel's, the Ariel's Grotto one. And I do agree, of all of the five, Ariel's Grotto is rated the worst one. It is. Um, they say you don't get as much value because of the fact that it is sit-down. Um, but it's not always about the food because the corn dogs are good at Disneyland, but they're not fantastic. But they're not – I don't. I wouldn't say the corn dogs are fantastic. But a lot of times at Disneyland, it's not really about – it's not the value of – of what you get food wise, it's the value of what you get experience wise. Sure, yeah. yeah. And I think I mean maybe maybe we do a disservice in in a way going so many times. Right. Um because then we start looking at it like a um you know, what am I really paying for kind of a thing. Where if you go a couple times here and there, then yeah, it's the experience of right. Taking that corn dog and getting a fistful of napkins and then soaking the, yes. the, the grease out of the corn dog until you have run through all those napkins and then trying to eat it. 
Uh, I like, it. I like yeah. just eating it with the grease. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh. But so I, and I do agree. I think that um, if you do go to the parks a lot, you may not see the value in it. But I think mm-hmm. Greg makes a great point that when you look back at pictures, unless you're a foodie, you're not going to look at pictures of what you were served. <laughs> you're going to look at pictures of what your kids experienced. Yeah. And that will make it worth it. All right. Yeah. I like it. That's it? We're, that's character dining in a nutshell, huh? Yep. Greg's yeah. showing photos of his kids at character dining now. <laughs> Great. Uh, okay, we're going to do some Disney uh, news. March in the past, present, and future with all the news that's fit to cover. It's the Ears Up Disney News. This is a weird one. Um, actually, I think it's kind of cool. Uh, there's a nude site to help fellow Disney fans find their soulmates, and it's called MouseMingle.com. <laughs> now, hey, every, everybody wants love. <laughs> everybody wants love. Uh, now you have to create an account to really jump into the site, but essentially it's just like any other dating site, uh, from what I hear, where they ask you questions and pair you with the best possible match. They have the standard questions like, do you have any kids? What type of build are you? Eye color, all that kind of stuff that's to be expected. But then you move on to the Disney-themed questions, such as, what's your favorite Disney character? What kind of pet person are you? And I think the answer is like, Pluto, I love dogs, or whatever. (laughs) Uh, Even your Disney nerd level. So you have to put that out. You have to bear not only your real soul, but your Disney soul. (laughs) Uh, it's unknown how many users are actively using the service, but if you're having a hard time finding Mr. Mouse, <laughs> uh, oh goodness! I, I wrote this, by the way. Did you really? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> are they, you serious? Yes. Uh, these people can help you out, Mr. Mouse. Why not, man? Um, I also. What are you gonna do? I heard on the radio the other day that um, they did this survey of Disney fans um, and like where they're concentrated. And they split it up between females and males, single, single Disney fans. Mm-hmm. And okay. um, I believe it was Santa Rosa had the most for uh, Disney female fans. Ah. And then San San Jose, I think, was male fans. Okay. And it was like, dude, you guys need to get together. That's not that <laughs> far away. Just meet up in Concord, man. <laughs> yeah, right in the exactly, middle. Right in the middle. <laughs> That's bad. Uh, if you remember, um, a few months ago, we talked about the uh, Lion King revival is happening. They they kicked out a TV movie. Don't glare at me. Like that. <laughs> they kicked out a TV movie, and then they're uh, which is kind of leading up to this uh, the series that's premiering in January, Friday, January fifteenth at nine thirty in the morning. I'm assuming on Disney TV or whatever it is. Hmm. Um, and it was kind of cool. Uh, you know, there's some pretty solid numbers here. Uh, they're getting a lot of old people uh, that were in the movies to kind of play the characters. JTT. Uh, I don't know about that. What, um, what he's doing nowadays. <laughs> who knows? Uh, the January series debut of Lion Guard comes after the November 22nd hour-long movie, The Lion Guard Return of the Roar. If you remember that. I watched that. Was it good? I enjoyed it. People really liked it. Uh, apparently averaged 5.3 million viewers on the Disney Channel. Oh. Uh, the family viewing uh, telepic ranked as the number one primetime cable telecast of 2015 among kids 2 to 5 which is weird that they tracked that. Uh, the number one animated telecast across kids' uh, cable TV networks and total views, and kids uh, and the number one rated cable TV telecast among girls since the company's own Sophia the First primetime special in 2014. So, uh, I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool. Hmm. Following the January 15th debut, the premiere episode will encore throughout the weekend. 
on both the Disney Channel and Disney Junior. Uh, yeah, so the Lion King is coming back. Look for more uh, young Simba merch. Or not Simba, but the uh, apparently it's his kid, right? That was the whole thing. It's his kid. Yeah. Oh, I'd wear Simba merch. Simba was kind of annoying in the Lion King uh, roar or whatever it was called. Yeah, he was? Yeah. That's too bad. He wasn't all like high and mighty like Mufasa was. Uh, I thought this was a pretty interesting uh, a piece of Disney history I didn't know about. And again, we're not Disney historians, whatever <laughs> that man's name was. But uh, this is pretty cool. Um, apparently, there was almost a, uh, a Disney theme park in St. Louis. St. Louis? In St. Louis, dude, yeah. Um, Disney drew up plans for an indoor theme park in downtown St. Louis before giving up in a dispute over money and turning his attention to Florida. Ah. Indoor. That's... Indoor. Not not like E-N-D-O-R, but I-N-D-O. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, this person says, I think it would have uh, added a very interesting component to the development of the city in the 60s, said Chris Gordon, who's the director of the Library and Collections for the Missouri History Museum, who has researched this project. He says, Disney was such a big phenomenon at the time, there's a good chance it would have been successful. Uh, probably. Yeah. Uh, on Thursday, one of the few remnants of the park goes on the auction block. 13 pages of a 1963 blueprint spelling out plans for the Walt Disney's Riverfront Square in St. Louis. Uh, there's a uh, company in Calabasas, which is here in California, called Profiles in History that are auctioning the blueprints as part of its uh, animation and Disneyania collection. Um, he says, uh, Mike Fazio, who is a consignment specialist for Profiles in History, says, I believe this is the only complete set of plans. It's amazing how many people don't even know that they were going to build a park in St. Louis. Is it amazing? It's not like we don't, you know, look at everything that Walt ever did ever in the world, dude. Just relax a little bit. <laughs> Uh, Disney opened, of course, in uh, 1955, and by the early 60s, Walt was looking to expand with another park easily accessible beyond the West Coast. Uh, St. Louis seemed like a good choice, and not just because of its geographically central location or because Disney grew up in Missouri. St. Louis was booming in the Camelot years. The Gateway Arch was under construction, opening in 1965. Bush Stadium was being built a few blocks away, bringing both football and baseball downtown in 1966. So it kind of made sense, actually. And I'm sure those, those two big construction projects were in the news heavily the past you know few years surrounding that. Uh, plans called for a Walt Disney's Riverfront Square to cover two blocks in the heart of downtown, just a few blocks from the Arch Grounds and the Mississippi River. Uh, St. Louis isn't blessed with California-like weather, so Disney's plans called for a five-story indoor park. Some, now, this is an interesting part. Some of the rides planned for St. Louis eventually became fixtures at Disneyland and Walt Disney World, including Pirates of the Caribbean, Haunted Mansion, Big Thunder Mountain. Oh, wow. Now, I don't know if this reporter is correct in these things, but as far as I'm concerned, you know, mansion was the facade was built and then they waited seven years. Maybe right. that's maybe this is why, because they were going to install that in St. Louis. Oh. Makes sense. I don't know. Right. How would you theme pirates within uh, St. Louis? I don't know. But Tom Sawyer's Island seemed like a pr- pretty good place to throw. I don't, I don't know. How, how would you theme it? Greg, were you just asking an open ended question? Just, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah I thought you had like a. Some general idea about no, no. Uh, I mean, so pirates at, at Walt Disney World is, yeah. is more of the Caribbean, type the Spanish, theme, the Spanish yeah. style, and then you have in California, you know what we have yeah, here. Yeah, I wonder if it'd be like like, like like river rats, you know, like super uh, tattered clothing and not really on ships, but they'll just rob you on the highway or something. <laughs> oh, like uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> 
Uh, apparently, Disney met with the uh, mayor of St. Louis in March of 63 to discuss the proposal, but the idea fizzled. Uh, this reporter says, legend was that the plan was thwarted because Anheuser-Busch beer baron August A. Bush Jr. insisted that the theme park sell beer and Disney refused to do so. But in 2013, account of the St. Louis Project for the Disney History Institute, uh, someone wrote that any disagreement over the beer had been worked out. It was just money. Disney was willing to pay for the rides and attractions, but wanted uh, the City Redevelopment Corporation to pay for the building, and they declined to do so. So Disney officially backed out in 1965. I'm glad, because I don't know if I would really want to go to St. Louis to go to <laughs> The Disney World or whatever it would be called if it was there. Uh, the Walt Disney Riverfront Plaza or whatever yeah. it just said, yeah. So doesn't sound very I'm real dumb. Where is St. Louis? Missouri. It's in Misery. Oh, it's Has mi- anybody okay. ever been to Misery? Midwest. I've no. been Missouri? to Misery, yeah. I have also. Ain't nobody trying to go it's there. <laughs> they get like 52 million tourists a year, so yeah. I think you might be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> no offense to our listeners in Missouri. Uh, here's a quiz, and, I, and this is the last part of the, the Disney news. Here, uh, it's one of these stupid Disney I blog quizzes. Love these. I hate them because they're just they're <laughs> written like a, like I'm reading an article on Pop Sugar or you know E Entertainment. <laughs> it's like God, we're just we're marketing to the lowest. De- anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sure people really like them. Um, so this is a, a <laughs> fill in the blank, uh, a quote from movie. So this is from Mulan, and I just want to see if you guys can oh. do this. There's Never only twelve. I never seen Mulan either. Uh, the flower that blooms in blank is the most rare and beautiful of all. Obscurity. Wow. That's not right. Oh, oh wait, it. I probably should spell it right. <laughs> yeah. I can't. Oh, I should correct answer. Adversity. 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 Uh, close though. That's Bev. close. Uh, this is Piglet, and he says, "The things that make me different are the things that make me special." Me? Not special. Um, unique? <laughs> just... We're just guessing. Nope. Mm-hmm. Me. Oh, Bev was oh, right. Oh, was right. Bev. Um, I don't know. The, the, the image you. isn't coming up, uh, <laughs> so this is a weird one. Our blank lives begin within us. No, our blank lo- lives within us. Excuse me. You only have to be brave enough to see it. Our, our blank lives within us. Oh. Courage? That's not it. Fate, apparently. Oh. But is it's, that it, from Brave? I don't know, because the image is, is broken, Disney. Hmm. Uh, this is Cogsworth. That's the little clock, right? The talking clock from mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast or whatever. Uh, he says, and as I always say, if it's not blank, don't fix it. Broke? Probably broken, I would imagine, because that's probably proper English. broke. broke. <laughs> well, that's what he said. Nope. not Baroque. Baroque. That's stupid. I know. Uh, This is what from Hercules. Uh, A true hero isn't measured by the size of his strength, but by the strength of his blank character. Oh, nice job. That's got to be it. God, if only I could spell. Nope. Wow. The answer is heart. Ah. Mine was better. Uh, That's Rafiki, I guess. No. No. Who is that? That's Timon. Timon. Okay. Um, (laughs) What do you want me to do? Dress and drag and do the blank. Cha-cha? Nope. Hmm. Hula. Oh. Wow, we haven't done... This is Lilo <laughs> and Stitch. Bev is, Bev's gotten two of them. Well, one and a half. Uh, this is from Lilo and Stitch. Blank Bro. means family. Family means nobody gets left behind or forgotten. Blank means family. Oh. Ohana. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. right. Ohana. Hey, we finally Yay, got one. 
This is uh, that terrible remake of Alice in Wonderland. Uh, You're entirely blank, but I'll tell you a secret all the best people are. You're entirely insane. 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 Mad. Mad. Yep. Nope. Oh, shoot. We're just going to, here, we're just going to do it. uh, Bonkers. 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 That's why that movie's so terrible. Thanks, Johnny Depp. it should be mad. They're they're doing another one. Great. Love it. Are they? They're ruining my favorite thing. (laughs) It was a really bad remake. (laughs) It was terrible. This, ooh, this is Sword in the Stone. Uh, It says, man has always learned from the past. After all, you can't learn blank in reverse. History. Right? I don't know. I've never. Bam. I love that movie. Oh, Frozen. Uh, Some people are worth blank for. Some people are worth melting for. (sighs) I don't like that you got that right. Yes. (laughs) I watched it last night. Sometimes the right path is not the blank one. Easy. Easy. I don't know, man. Nope. The correct answer is easiest. Oh, so close. I don't like these little quizzes things or whatever. But anyway, there you go. I don't like when you have to Things. Yeah, that's hard. <laughs> yeah. That's too. true. <laughs> it um, should be like multiple choice. Yeah. It should be multiple choice. So that was a little Disney news. I thought it was pretty fun. Uh, okay, Taryn, we got uh, we have your window, your Main Street window. Yes. As you know, we're doing kind of this history of who who are these people on the Main Street windows. Yeah. So uh, so go for it, Taryn. Buzz through this thing for me because we're already at an hour. Yeah. No, right. I don't. It's not that. It won't be that long. But okay. basically, um, I chose this one because I thought his name was really cool, and it turns out he is really awesome. So his name is Blaine Gibson. Um, he's most well known for his sculpting abilities, um, his sculptures and or animatronics made, uh, from our, so many of the sculptures are, God, I can't talk. You all right? I need to slow it down. You do you need to slow right. it down. You're all right. Here we go. You're doing great. That's cup number four in yeah. your coffee, right? Uh, <laughs> you're not, you're not walking downstairs. That's true. <laughs> You'll be That's okay. True. Okay. Um, his sculptures and or animatronics, which were made from his original sculptures, can mm-hmm. be seen all over Disney parks today. That's okay. what I was trying to say. Okay, great. Uh, Blaine was born on February 11th, uh, 1918 in Rockford, Colorado, USA. He began drawing, whittling, and making... <laughs> it says USA on here, so I just said it. I know. Okay. And that's why I love you, because you just, you're like a robot. Just whatever is in front of you, that's just what you... Go ahead. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> USA, North America, Earth. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, he began drawing, whittling, and making small sculptures in childhood. He used clay from a nearby riverbed that his mother fired in their kitchen stove. Uh, and when he was 12, an elephant that he carved from a bar of ivory soap won a $10 prize. What? Nothing. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> okay. Won a $10 prize in a contest sponsored by Procter & Gamble. Nice. $10 He's back then? That's, that's yeah. a good prize. Mm-hmm. For a kid? Yeah. He was 12. Mm-hmm. That was like that was money. That's everything, yeah. Um, so Walt Disney Studios hired him as an assistant animator in 1939. So this was pre-Disneyland. On the base. Yeah. On the basis of an uh, illustration test conducted through the mail. So I'm imagining one of those things where you, like, draw the bunny rabbit and send it back. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing. That's how you used to get hired. Now, like, I don't even know what you do, but it's not that easy. Not if that. anyone knows, please let me know. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, so he worked in the film animation until 1961. And among his animation credits are Fantasia, Bambi, 
Song of the South, Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan, Sleeping Beauty, and 101 Dalmatians. Nice. So this guy was, like, in it. Um, he then transferred full-time to Walt Disney Imagineering. So now he wasn't an animator anymore. And he, he was a little bit ambivalent about being diverted from his goal to establish himself as one of the studio's foremost animators. Um, as he recalled in 1995, I didn't think it was that important, but then I was told Walt was expecting me to work on these projects, so I said to myself, what the heck, and went to Walt Disney Imagineering. I was never sorry after that, as I'm sure. I wonder if <laughs> yeah. anybody has, uh, in, the, in the recent history has said, eh, what the heck, what I'll, the heck? I'll be an Imagineer, whatever. Well, and if you think about it, I don't think that at that time they knew what Disney Imagineering was going to become because no. this is still pre-Disneyland. Yeah. So he was like, all right, well, if Walt says to do it, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. And that's amazing <laughs> to me, the kind of pull he had. to like When, when um, you're talking about X, X Atencio, like, I, I don't know how to write music. I'm sorry, oh, no, before, I don't know how to write music. And Walt's like, you can do it. All right, I'll do it yeah. then. Yeah. It's amazing <laughs> to have someone like that just just be it's like, super inspirational. Yeah, like it's like amazing. A lot of blind faith on both sides. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, at the time, remember, you know, he was a superstar, so it's yeah. like Steven Spielberg coming to you. Yes. I mean, clearly, X had musical background. He right, didn't just right. go. It's not like me where I go, okay, put the thing here and whatever. Right. Um, but yeah, it's you know, I, I think that kind of pluses you up and gives you a little bit more courage when this person who's clearly successful at making the correct choices in life. Mm-hmm. Tells you that you can do it, you can do it. You can do it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so um, he was responsible. Uh, so after he moved to Imagineering, he ended up being on this big project called Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> and he ended up being responsible for creating sculptures uh, from which the animatronic figures were made for Disney theme parks. He, create, he created hundreds of sculptures. Um, that's literally the same sentence. Uh <laughs> Anyway, he created these uh, sculptures for the animatronics for the World's Fair in 1964, 65, and for Disney theme parks around the world. Among his credits are uh, contributions to such attractions as The Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln, Pirates of the Caribbean, Haunted Mansion, and Enchanted Tiki Room. So when we watch um, older documentaries, like the older Disneyland, when he was, um, when Walt would show what's coming to the parks, Uh was he responsible for creating the figures that were in the models that they would do like if do you no. know what i mean so he i maybe maybe that is what that means actually yeah. i was thinking it was more like he created the mold for which then the animatronics oh, okay. were created from. okay but i can understand that now you but it no, could, it it could was, be the same it could be the same and he yeah. could have done both okay um i don't know that 100 percent though okay but I was imagining that based on what he ended up doing, which um, he also directed the sculpture of every single U.S. president up to George W. Bush in 2001 for the Hall of Presidents at Disney World. Nice. So he did the sculpt. Like, he essentially managed all of that. Um, that's but cool. My mm-hmm. absolute favorite part. He in 1993. That's when he became a Disney legend. Um, he created a life-size bronze of Walt and Mickey Mouse standing hand in hand. The statue called Partners oh. is located at the Central Hub at Disneyland. That's life size and Disney World. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize. And that. so that's what. So this is the man that created that. That's awesome. Yeah, I was like, that's really cool. And so, um, he he actually just recently died last year, but oh. um, yeah, I thought that was great. That is. Where's his window? Good. I knew you were going to ask, and that was the one thing I forgot to write down. But I believe it's above the the photography shop. 
Okay. I'm pretty sure that's what I read, and I was trying to find it before you asked, but it didn't happen. Okay. I messed up. That's fine. What's his name again? Blaine Gibson. B-L-A-I-N-E. Thank you, Mr. Gibson. Cool. All right. Well, let's do the fact of the show and then uh, get out of here. What do you think? Yeah, sounds good. All right. Uh, In September 1986, Terrence, this is for you, uh, a great thing happened. Sure, it was the release party for the George Lucas-produced hit Captain EO. Yes. But it was also much more than that. The opening party at Disneyland and Disney World, apparently, it seems like they were simultaneous, uh, was the very first time beer and wine were allowed to be served inside the park, Sands Club 33. Ah, nice. Which apparently has happened every now and then. But, uh, yeah, first time. Captain EO. Apparently it was star-studded. It was a whole, like, thing, man. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. (laughs) MJ for life. (laughs) All right, uh, this has been Ears Up. We're going to take off, and then, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys in the parks.